Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Would you like to apologize for what you've done to these good people? That was uh, the Senate and the heads of all the social media companies. Mark Zuckerberg, in particular, head of Facebook and Instagram, who was asked to apologize, now assembled Behind him, he stood up and turned around and did apologize to family members who had lost family members, a lot of young people, to suicide. They were holding up photographs. It was uh, theatrical and hyperbole. But Larry raised this point, and it's fact. Right now, and JP will explain this, it's next to impossible to sue these companies and win. JP, good morning. John Perry. Good morning, guys. Hey, John, so there is a law in place, correct, that does not permit uh, lawsuits against these big companies under certain circumstances, right? Uh, so, Larry, really complicated. Oh. Uh, quickly, um, there was something called the Communication Decency Act passed in uh, the late 90s. It's a federal statute which basically said to um, computer and interactive provider services, we won't hold you responsible for information somebody else puts on um, your platform. And this, listen to the name of it, Communication Decency Act. So the theory when the internet was evolving was, let's give people a place they can go and, and, and be a community and they can share their values and share their opinions and express First Amendment rights. And, you know, I think it had its origin in the right place. And, you know, there is a, a big First Amendment issue here. And so that's where it started from. And, you know, unfortunately, there's bad people in the world who found a way to use these platforms for things they weren't designed for. So in 2018, there was a bipartisan um, bill passed. It was called the FOSTA-SESTA Act. And what it said was, no, no, if you're using this for trafficking and bad things, um, if you've gained a benefit from the communication, you can be held responsible. And, you know, the benefit is, is um, broadly defined. And clearly, you know, Facebook and WhatsApp and all these, they benefit from traffic and people um, on their websites. But here's the big issue. And, and I'm not here to defend big business, but the platforms, if you know, we're hearing the sound bites like you just played. Right. But if you listen to the whole thing, they feel terrible. They all said, you know, Musk down. They all said, we need to do more. We need to protect our kids. And this is not a bipartisan. I mean, this is bipartisan. This is not a political issue. 
everybody in that room agreed we need to protect the kids. The question is how we do it. And the reason these, these companies are put in uh, the spotlight is because if you go on Facebook right now and say something bad about Donald Trump, they'll stick you in the sandbox for 30 days. Right. Nice. They're, they're nice. looking at what you say and what you do. They have the ability to do it. And what the government's saying is if you're stopping that kind of stuff, why can't you stop this kind of stuff? Now, again, in fairness to those guys, these platforms, the, the, the bad people in the world, they have their own dark web platform oh, yeah. where, where they do this stuff, and they know how to sanitize the content so that the spiders and, and the detection systems can't pull all the communications out. And, I mean, it's being used for, for sex trafficking of kids. It's being used to bully kids. It's, it's forcing kids you know, to take their own lives. It is a major problem. And it's hold on, JP. It's used in the Middle East to direct troops to war. I mean, it's crazy, yeah. the power of this. It, and, and that's the point I wanted to make, Marty. Thanks for jumping in. Is it, it may be bigger than we are. Right I mean, the, the bad people know what they're doing, and they know how to do it. And, you know, just like we can't prevent crime, you know, in downtown Pittsburgh, I'm not sure we can stop this on social media platforms without shutting them down entirely. And nobody wants that. So it's a horrible problem. And I just want everybody to understand everybody wants the same thing. It's just a matter of how do we do it and how do we allow people to keep their first amendment rights? And how do we allow people to have access to these platforms that we've all grown accustomed to? JP, John Perry, uh, JP, tell us about this case that ironically, Larry came across your desk, sir. Well, I mean, I can't get into too many details, right, right. but it was a case where, where a child – and there's a great case out of Texas where, where somebody lured a little girl in um, and un- unfortunately got her to a hotel and repeatedly raped her oh, and sex trafficked oh, her. Oh, Texas is leading the way saying we are – you're responsible for this. They're holding the social media company responsible. So this is an evolving thing, and I think as a legal profession, I think we're going to get better at it. I think we're going to offer additional protections, but right now it's just too much in its infancy. So the case I reviewed, it, it had some problems with it. I didn't think I could prove the case, and so unfortunately I, I told the family I didn't think I could help. Now, I hope you know two years down the road I could reach a different conclusion. Man. Well, uh, meetings hell, like they, grillings like they had in Washington yesterday – I'm not sure what the outcome will be. And then add to this, John, where does artificial intelligence take us? And then who would be responsible for artificial intelligence doing something? You know, it could be used for good and evil, just like the Internet. Yeah, Larry, great point. I mean, it's scary. You know, they they, they can uh, fake your voice and make, you know, call somebody who does know you and lure that person to a place thinking they're coming to see you. And, you know, what happens next? It, it's only going to get worse before it gets better with artificial intelligence. Hey, JP, no it, talk about timely. A guy cuts his dad's head off in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Live. By the way, he's holding the head in the bag. It was on YouTube for seven hours, brother. JP, yeah. that's got to stop, man. That's got to stop. Yeah, I mean, you're right. And this is you know, this is what has to happen. You know, you have to get to the to the extreme. That's right. 
get everybody to take notice. And that's where we're at. Everybody's taking notice. And, you know, what I think has to happen is we have to get back to some real parenting. And, you know, part of the problem is these kids have unfettered access right on. to these platforms right on. whenever they want. Right and on. that's part of the problem. Right on. We have to address that issue. Too. Right on. Yet, to right your on. point earlier, if you make a remark, a political remark, you could get shut down or, or mention some yeah. inane little community business event. They, they might shut you down for 30 days. But, but big picture, JP, and you know this, brother. I have used these platforms to create insane change, to raise millions of dollars to help people. It's crazy. Well, that's the rub. I mean, they are, you know, they're great in the right context. I mean, the Communication Decency Act, I mean, it it started with good intentions in mind, but like too many things in the world today, bad people got a hold of it, and they're using it for what it's not designed to do. Love it. Appreciate your insight and input, John. Thanks. Thank you, guys. Jave, hey. My man. John Perry on the Big too Game smart for us. Well, he's not too smart for you, but. Well, I, I. He's too smart for me. No, I think both of us. Okay, you're right. After our conversation a moment ago with attorney John Perry, you might be interested in a recap of what did nice. happen in Washington nice. when the heads of all the social media companies faced the nation. CBS's Jared Hill. This online safety hearing was one of the rare moments where everyone in the Senate committee across party lines seemed to be on the same page, holding the social media CEO's feet to the fire. But it's like this every time there's a hearing like this. So many are wondering, what's next? Do you have blood on your hands? Tough questions on Capitol Hill for the CEOs of Meta, Snap, TikTok, X, and Discord. The heads of the five social media giants also came face-to-face with parents who say their children were harmed. Some of them died as a result of online exploitation, harassment, and bullying on their sites. Would you like to apologize for what you've done to these good people? Snapchat's CEO also apologizing during questions related to children who died after allegedly buying drugs through the app. I'm so sorry that we have not been able to prevent these tragedies. Shauna Pouch says her 11-year-old granddaughter fell into a mental health crisis after she was sexually exploited on Snapchat. They need to be held accountable for this. They need to do more instead of doing less. The CEOs of Snap and X did express support for one of several bills lawmakers have proposed, others vowing to continue working toward a solution as members of the committee acknowledged Congress also hasn't done enough. It's been 28 years, what, since the internet? We haven't passed any of these bills. Committee members also say they want to reform a 1996 law that shields tech companies from being sued by users. Congress does not have a good track record, really a track record at all, for passing any meaningful legislation in this space. But the highest-ranking members of the committee hope that whoever wins the White House in November will get behind some type of reform. Opponents, though, argue the bills on the table would undermine privacy protections. And while they're battling what to do with social media and how to monitor and protect children in particular, China is apparently threatening the infrastructure of the United States with a hacking scam. Mm. And we'll have a local expert. He served, what, four presidents, Secret Service, cyber security experts? Well, he's one of the, the, the premier cybersecurity people in the world. I'm curious on his take on can they control this? I, I just yeah, we'll, don't think they can, brother. We'll take a moment. I don't um, think there's any way. With Ron Layton right after the news. At the top of the hour, 
my man uh, Tom King, one of the best attorneys in the country. Um, What's he say? We're going to have him on tomorrow. He's representing over 100 Pennsylvania school districts in California suing Facebook and TikTok. How about that? Under what grounds? What do you mean? Same thing. What are they suing for? Same thing. Damage to kids. Same thing. Well, I'll tell you what. He says they already won an important victory by getting past their statutory immunity claims out there. Again, it's legalese and it's lawyers speak, but. Well, it's to what Attorney John Perry said, a law in place that it's fairly antiquated at this point was to protect freedom of speech online, and then where do the lines blur from there? So if they got through that first wave, it'll be interesting to see what happens. So you got this uh, variety show coming up. You do. Yeah. uh, Big announcement tomorrow on the show. About the lineup. Uh-oh. So when is it? One month from today, yeah, yeah. March 1st, at the Oaks Theater in Oakmont. And we thank uh, the family for giving us the opportunity to raise money for the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank. Yeah, yeah. The demand is still very high in the region. Oh, yeah. And we want to raise, our goal is to raise enough for 30,000 meals. So. We did that last year with our help. In that context. You had Stacy there last year. We did. And she says this morning, if I'm on stage, I will fill the seats. <laughs> like Elvis. <laughs> okay. You're chuckling. That means you're kicking her to the curb, right? I'm not kicking her to the curb. Feels like it. What does she want to do? You know what she wants to do. Her thing. <laughs> Samantha, he's kicking her to the curb. No, I'm not. Yeah. Stacy, I'll call you. Don't worry about it. Oh, the it. old Stacy, I'll call you routine. Yes or no? Is she in or out? She can be in. Whoa. She came in our inaugural event last year. By the way, we raised enough for 30,000 yeah, meals. Cool. I want to at least get that far this year. And she was part of it. We had a big staff meeting yesterday about it. And you had people volunteering to pick their nose on stage. We're going to get some of that? It's a variety show, Marty. <laughs> It'll be variety, I, pro- I promise you that. And uh, ticket link will be up here, yeah. if not today, uh, definitely tomorrow. And we have a surprise tomorrow morning related to that and Groundhog Day. Big announcement, so make sure you tune in. Every Thursday, we check in with Pittsburgh Magazine's food editor, Christy Graver. Christy, how are you doing this morning? Pretty good. Uh, happy Groundhog Day Eve to you, Larry. Very excited. You know that. Thank you. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Big big day tomorrow morning. Uh, we got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been up. I've been to Gobbler's Knob. It's it's very fun. Have you? When did you? I go covered up? it for the Trib 2020, and he did not predict anything that was going to happen in 2020. Wow. Just an early spring, I think. So. Wow. Yeah, it was fun. All right, let's talk about the Pittsburgher of the Year, as announced by Pittsburgh Magazine. And it is Andrew McCutcheon. Uh, We have an in-depth piece on the Pirates star outfielder. Um, uh, He was traded five years ago, and he bounced around to different teams, and he returned to Pittsburgh for the 2023 season. Um, So it's a really great read about a great guy. And our photographer, Laura, she just knocks it out of the park with the images. It's it's a really good story. Yeah, and I noticed that Andrew tweeted back thanks, and 
He's been uh, really a tr- tremendous ambassador for the team, too, and glad to see yeah. him coming back. Now let's talk about the best new restaurants in the Berg. Yeah, I hope you're hungry because the dining scene is just booming. Um, so I highlighted nine new restaurants from a taqueria and a breakfast place to a gluten-free spot in Mount Lebo and an eatery where veggies reign supreme. And I even throw in some extra helpings because there's just so much good stuff out there. So support local businesses because your belly will thank you. Yeah, what are a couple of the names of some of the new places and where are they? The place in Mount Lebanon is called Mullets, which is a perfect name for a Pittsburgh place, but that's actually their last name. Um, so it's it's a great place for uh, cocktails and gluten-free food, um, hamburgers and stuff like that. Um, the Taqueria Dose, um, it's not Dose Taqueria, it's Duo's Taqueria. It's owned by Duolingo, the language-based learning um, that's based in Pittsburgh. Oh, wow. They're getting into the restaurant yeah, so business. Uh, while teaching yeah, people get to good speak food. in fork tongues. Yeah. <laughs> it's very it. good. My daughter ate all of my uh, food when we went there. Um, it's really good. And she's very picky, so it was delicious. All right, we've been talking about the lack of snow in the last few winters. However, this week in Pittsburgh history, Snowmageddon paralyzed the city. I actually remember this. Um, February 5th. 2010, the snow started falling in Pittsburgh, and it continued throughout the following day, and it was uh, two feet of snow dumped on the region. Um, I think 21.1 inches was the total recorded at Pittsburgh International. Um, so, yeah, you guys dubbed it Snowmageddon, which I still like. I like the ring of that. You know how those weather people are. I know. <laughs> Well, Christy, thank you. Read all about it. Pittsburgh Magazine. Marty's a little upset he's not Pittsburgher of the year. Yeah, next year. Next, next, <laughs> next year. year. Yeah. <laughs> Christy Graber, we'll talk to you next Thursday. All right. Take care. And go to PittsburghMagazine.com. It's 843. This is the Big K Morning Show. I asked Marty, will you be watching the Grammys this weekend? You love that stuff. Love the song little preview uh trevor noah is going to host the grammys again fourth time yeah he's 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 originally from what south africa yeah he's a cool guy very uh unique sense of humor he's a talent man brilliant guy and uh he's also nominated for the first time for a grammy for best comedy album a lot of competition wanda sykes chris rock dave Chappelle, sarah silverman also nominated for Best Comedy Album. Trevor is fresh off his Emmy win for Outstanding Talk Series. He is the first black person to get that honor. And the former Daily Show host tells CBS he respects and admires the competition. I watched Wanda Sykes doing her late night show when I was a teenager in South Africa. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I watched Dave Chappelle create one of the greatest comedy shows of all time I watched Chris Rock shape comedy as we know it. How about Dave Chappelle, too, and the success he, Chris Rock, add Kevin Hart to that list, Sebastian Maniscalco, Jim Gaffigan. It's a lot of comedic talent out there. Chappelle's, my man, he's got that uh, edge. Lenny Bruce kind of. He does have an edge. Yeah, he's brilliant. And uh, after five members of Cheers cast... They got on stage at the Emmys. Ted Danson, who, by the way, went to CMU, is talking about getting the gang back together for a reunion. Nice. 
Did you ever watch that show when it was on? Cheers. Yes, of course. I mean, that that show, uh, you know, this is before all the multitude of options. There are basically an unlimited number of options on a daily basis to watch on TV. It's not like the old days where the networks, the three biggies, had all the great shows, right? I was in Dallas as an investigative reporter uh, when um, Seinfeld, remember this, Larry, every Thursday night, NBC. And I would do the 10 o'clock news. That's their version of the 11 o'clock news. Massive ratings. So, folks, for perspective, in that day, we would have what would be described as a 20, which is a massive audience. 20, right. 20. Right. When you're talking rating. these days, single digits, single mostly digits. lower than five. Sometimes two. Right. Sometimes one. <laughs> we had 20s. And it was delivered by Seinfeld. It's a fact. And, you know, because I was working on television, I never got to see Seinfeld in its first run when they were on the network. I kind of had to catch up years later and then then you go okay now i know why this show was so successful but what's funny larry what you're saying in samantha's a, a pro- the kids the young kids her what are you 23 24 yep they're watching all these shows now on netflix and streaming sites. and you like seinfeld well i watched seinfeld with my dad growing oh, up. oh that's adorable yeah so like I, a lot of those inside jokes i have with my dad that's my daughter cool. and her friends all obsessed on the office uh, during covid and the number one show in the world suits Suits. Yeah, and I've never seen an episode. It's amazing. I guess i got to check it out. It's, what, 10 years old? Yeah. Yeah. Coming up, right after the news at 9, we'll talk to Ron Layton, who is an expert, a cyber security expert, served for presidents as a Secret Service agent, has some concerns about AI, and also this social media discussion that went on yesterday with the Senate committee in Washington. You know, we don't think about this, but uh, there are terrorists. This is a fact. And um, terrorist groups in the Middle East that use Facebook to organize an attack. It's a fact, Larry. So this beyond my kids are being affected. But at the end of the day, and I think you mentioned this, and I know JP did, Larry, three billion people, my man, three billion. So they're looking through billions. How do you manage that? Thank you, brother. Ron will know if it's ever even possible to manage. I also want to ask him about the threat that we're hearing the Chinese government with the infrastructure of the U.S. Kay is in my hometown, born in Millville. Kay, what's on your mind? Um, I wanted to know, is there a health – like, is our water going to be compromised from all those needles going into the river? That's actually a good question. With hepatitis and AIDS? Well, a couple issues. First of all, and this is a fact, my dear. When it rains heavy in this town, I'm not exaggerating here, sweetheart. That water, untreated from your toilet, goes straight into the river. Fecal matter, urine, you name it. So it's already dirty. Number two, all that crap from... The Monworth, it's a great point. All of it, including the needles, is now in that river. However, comma, um, it will not, under any circumstance, my friend, affect your drinking water. 
Yeah, don't okay. worry. Don't worry about that, Kay. But okay, I was concerned about that, and I was also thinking we might have fishermen in the summer reeling in a fish with a hypodermic needle in them. Well, there's concern about swimmers and boaters. And yeah. Yeah, right. I wouldn't go barefoot, put it that way. It's right. an issue, my dear. All right, Kay. Thank you. Thank you. From down Millville. What's going on down Millville? Uh, the cricks are staying low, so that's good. Well, you know what? There was a time when, when we got to 25 feet of the rivers downtown, that that could have been an issue. And fortunately, uh, the Army Corps of Engineers did some engineering that apparently is working, right, Kay? It's been a while since, you know, right. knock on wood. It has wood. been a while. Thank the Lord. All right, Kay, be safe. You too. Bye-bye. And, yeah, I was uh, born in Millville. Down Millville. On the river. They used to call us Mildew. Well. Because of the, <laughs> what do you mean, Well. <laughs> Larry. Groovy side guy. Yeah, yeah. High well, roller. Wealthy, famous, all that stuff. Meanwhile. I love Millville. Really cute town, man. Actually, here's what's happening in Millville right now. So, there's an old mill town. Lippert Saw Company was there. They made nice. these giant saws that they shipped all over the world. Wow. My grandfather worked there. Nice. My dad worked there. My oldest brother worked there in, at the mill for a while. But... You know, it went belly up, and the town suffered, you know, with the steel thing. But here's what's happening now. So Lawrenceville, we all know about the resurgence of Lawrenceville over the past couple of decades. That's kind of fished out. So people have come over to Millville. They have new businesses popping up. You've heard of Mr. Small's Funhouse. There's a great French bakery there. With this French guy that came ben, and opened that gorgeous. up. Gorgeous. And now what's happening is people are flipping houses there because it's easy access to the city and to the North Hills. So Millville's made a little bit of a resurgence. Meanwhile, one of my boys, venture capital guy, has his business there. Beautiful business in Millville. Love it. My aunt, sis, Uncle Sonny. <laughs> Yeah. Uncle Jack. It was my mom's family from Millville. So that's why we lived there in the beginning. My dad's from Woods Run in the north side. This is a fantastic story, Larry. You said that Lawrenceville is fished out. I love that. I haven't heard that in a while. You like that? Yeah. So they're moving over to Millville to redevelop. Well, it's cheaper, too. Let's be honest. Well, it is right now. Yeah, yeah. And they have the Shaler School District. And again, it's probably faster with 28 there to get to the city than it is from Lawrenceville, time wise. And then you can, you're 15 minutes from Ross Park Mall. So you got that. We are the gateway to the North Hills Millville, to my people. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Say 15. It's not Paris, man. Come on. <laughs> Could be a part of Paris. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> we really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.